This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 7.33 on this Saturday morning. If you are someone who eats lunch at your desk, you are not alone. Apparently, close to 40% of Canadians do just that. Is it because of workplace pressure? Or you just don't want to eat in the cafeteria with your co-workers. Maybe your workplace doesn't have another place to eat. Well, this was a survey conducted by Nova Scotia's Dalhousie University. And joining us to talk a little bit more about this is the lead author on the study, Sylvain Charlebois. Sylvain, thank you so much for being with us. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So you looked at the eating habits of people. Now, were you able to, was this a study done specifically with people who worked in offices, who worked at desks? No, not necessarily. Actually, it was all Canadians. Uh, over a thousand Canadians were surveyed across the country, and uh, we asked uh, a lot of questions around uh, meal management, breakfast, lunch, dinner. We looked at cooking, snacking, uh, and everything in between. Basically, we want to understand what kind of relationship Canadians actually have with, with, uh, with food in general uh, throughout the day. And we found a, a fair number of people do eat lunch at their desks. Do we know why? Well, that was a bit surprising because uh, <laughs> we didn't expect that many. So the accurate number is 38.7% of Canadians actually eat at their desk. Uh, the Atlantic region is where you find the most uh, people eating at their desk, which is actually 62%, which is, that was surprising to us uh, given that we are in the Atlantic region uh, so that was interesting. Uh, a couple of things that really surprised us. One, uh, meal skipping. Uh, a lot of people do skip uh, breakfast, mostly women. In fact, women are three times more likely to skip breakfast than men. Hmm. And again, did, was there any reason why or people that's just how people answered the survey? Yeah, so we didn't dig deep, uh, I, I think, because obviously uh, my co-authors and I, we tried to interpret exactly what was going on there. Actually, I think it's due to the fact that a lot of women are multitasking. They're uh, concerned about, you know, the food security for their children, and, uh, and perhaps uh, eating breakfast themselves may not be a priority. Or, of course, uh, looking at single mom families, uh, food security, it could be an issue there. So the other surprising result uh, were with uh, low-income earners. Low-income earners are more likely to go out and eat at a restaurant than higher-income earners, which could actually be <laughs> counterintuitive. But when you actually think about it, well, people with low-income low income earners are more likely not to be familiar with Recipes, they may not cook as much. They may actually be looking for quick fixes. And, of course, uh, eating breakfast uh, or any meals out is actually, um, it's, well, it's convenient. And that's probably why uh, a lot of chains, food chains these days, have actually are now offering all-day breakfasts because breakfast is really the cheapest meal of the day. Hmm. What it also found, so people skip breakfast. What about skipping lunch? Skipping lunch is a couple of, uh, not as much uh, as breakfast. Uh, but again, because right now we're really experiencing a, a, a total disintegration of food habits, it's actually almost hard to define what is lunch and what is breakfast. <laughs> a lot of people actually will, would eat breakfast in the middle of the afternoon or at night. 
same for lunch because of uh, when people are working, and I'm sure you guys in media can certainly understand that because you guys work awful hours. <laughs> but uh, frankly, it's really looking at the three-meal-a-day institution in Canada, it's, it's slowly becoming more fragmented now. Uh, and and does that necessarily mean it's it's a bad thing uh, that we're not you know sitting around a table perhaps with our families and eating meals? But uh, uh, for many people, exactly that that three meals a day it just doesn't work with your schedule. Well, it's it, it, I think it's just a thing. I mean, uh, when you talk to nutritionists and and, uh, and dietitians, they they actually do believe that there's a diet for everyone, and not everyone can actually diet the same way or eat the same way or. That's fine, but uh, when you look at uh, our results around eating alone, 67% of Canadians eat alone most days. That's two-thirds of us. That's a lot of people. So the, the customization of eating is really becoming predominant, but the result of all that is that we're actually spent a whole, awful uh, a long time eating on our own. And does that mean eating alone for everything that you're eating in the day or say eating breakfast and lunch alone and maybe not dinner or, or does it does it break down just how how much of the day is spent or how much of whatever you consume in the day is, is spent uh, eating alone? So that would be an aggregate version of all meals and snacks combined because it gets complicated. Some people actually eat twice a day, some people four times, three times, people snack six, seven times a day. So Basically, what we try to understand is how much time is spent alone eating, and we do spend a lot of time eating alone, which is really a factor. The, the, the problem that, that, uh, that this can encounter if you actually um, have health issues or if you are obese, you want to watch your waistline, is if you're, if you're alone, you're likely to be on the computer while eating. If you're distracted while eating, you won't appreciate what you're actually ingesting, and you may overeat as a result, which is not good. No. Uh, I was a bit surprised the number was so high of people surveyed that say, said that they packed their own work lunches, 72%. Yeah, actually, that's kind of reassuring, actually. Uh, I'm just reflecting on what goes on at Dow, uh, and and. Frankly, there's a lot of people. There, there were a lot of people that actually do eat at their desk, but a lot of people actually do bring their lunch, which is actually not a not a bad thing. You do save money. The more you cook, the more you save. That's really the principle here. And and for people that actually don't earn earn as much, um, they don't they don't necessarily appreciate that, or you just can't appreciate how cooking can help them better understand what they're eating, and it leads to better nutrition most of the time. As long as you're cooking good food. Yeah, exactly. There's one thing that really surprised us with BC, though, if I may. Mm-hmm. You guys snack a lot. What's going on in BC? <laughs> What's wrong with snacking? Snacking's great. <laughs> you are by far the region where people snack the most. Yeah, 65% of uh, people in BC actually snack on a regular basis, which actually prevents people in BC to eat at regular hours. Hmm. And and again, <laughs> that's just was I guess that kind of stuck out as I know. And, yeah. and we were just wondering why that is. I guess there's a culture. Well, the the food culture in BC is quite rich. I think I'm from Quebec, and Quebec is of course a little bit different when it comes to food, but BC as well. I mean, there's a there's a uniqueness around how uh, agriculture connects. Uh, with urbanites in general, I think people are much, much more aware of, of um, 
agri-food systems in general, where food is coming from compared to uh, the prairies or even Ontario. Uh, interesting. I, I, I can only say from my own experience, and I'm, I'm sure, like you said, media, we do have crazy hours. We're all over the place. If I didn't yeah. snack, I probably wouldn't eat. If I didn't have a banana in my purse, a bag of nuts, something to snack on, I would, I would go all day without eating a meal. Yeah, no, absolutely. And women do uh, consume food differently than men, and, and needs are very different, especially, say, if you're pregnant, for example. Uh, so my wife actually snacks all the time. I don't need to because my metabolism is actually very slow. So everyone actually really deserves a different diet. But at the end of the day, if you don't eat together with friends and family, and BC is actually not bad with that. Actually, uh, you guys uh, do spend a lot of time eating with friends and family. But if you go to Ontario or the prairies, my goodness, people do spend a lot of time alone. Hmm. I wonder if it's a weather thing as well. In BC, I mean, we get our patio season tends to start a little earlier than the rest of the country. It might be a get out and be social thing. The barbecue season stops in BC? You're kidding. No, <laughs> it never stops. It does not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know, because I go there all the time. But uh, I, I think climate is, is, is a factor for sure. Uh, I, I do think uh, values are, are a big factor as well. Uh, but it really boils down to how much you want to appreciate food uh, in your daily life. I mean, you either decide to make food a function, uh, a, a just a moment to separate a day into three or four parts, or you actually celebrate food in different ways, or you actually work around, you, you set up meetings uh, over food, and then you can have discussions and, and things like that. So it really depends uh, how much, uh, how important food can be to your organization or to units or to families. It's, I guess it's reassuring that we spend more time in BC as well with friends and family eating. Although I do feel like we're a long way. Uh, anytime I've traveled in Europe where dinner starts at nine or 10 at night and takes three or four hours. Yeah, no, exactly. And, uh, well, I was raised in a, in a family uh, in Quebec, and uh, you know, it was, it was actually not unusual to spend two, three hours around the dinner table. It's actually quite common. But when I lived in Ontario, my goodness, an hour was <laughs> was agonizing, <laughs> almost with friends. I mean, you hosted friends, and within an hour, it was all over, which was which is weird. Whereas in in some in some cultures, you'll have a raclette, you have fondues, and all of these kinds of recipes do take a long time to actually enjoy. That is true. Uh, interesting findings. Sylvain, thank you so much for joining us to talk more about the study. My pleasure, and bon appétit. <laughs> bon appétit. That is uh, Sylvain Charlebois. He is the lead author of this, was, uh, this study done out of Dalhousie University, taking a look at the eating habits of Canadians. We like to snack a lot right here in B.C. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.